what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello, welcome to Broken but Glorious on BPGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by the showdown, the legend of wrestling, Nick Davey. Good evening. You well? I'm very well. I was hoping there's going to be like loads more nicknames there, like we'll go, like we've always tried to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can do that since David Stars. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'm off here. Baron Corbin and those. Yeah, that went through a stage of having all those nicknames. So yeah, uh, no Lance tonight. I think he's still recovering from his fatal five way at the weekend. So <laughs> knockout wrestling, which I'm, I'm, I've heard was a really good show. So I'm sure he'll tell us about it next time he's on. But in theory, he's actually revising for his driving theory. <laughs> Saying earlier, the days with that, it was, I think it was, I think I failed, I think I failed mine six, to, I think I passed on the sixth time, my theory oh, right. test. Yeah. And it was the, the sixth time, I think I'd get a lost, I think I just presumed I was going to fail again, so I think I went out clubbing the night before when I was 18, and yeah, luckily passed. Oh, amazing. <laughs> the, next, the next day, yeah, like, um, and then yeah, passed the actual practical first time, so... All about memories, put it that way. Not all, not necessarily all good memories, but. <laughs> How's your trip to Newcastle? Was it fun? Yeah, really good fun. Uh, really nice city up there. Uh, so they always look after us very well up in up in the northeast of England. Um, and I'm sure the the, the team will like me saying that always a lot more uh, wallet friendly, shall we say, when you're getting around a beer in rather than oh, definitely yeah. rather than down south. Yeah, when we, it's a horror when you look at the uh, yeah when you. When you look at the statement after a, after a night out, so yeah, no, it's um, yeah, great, great weekend. Shame about the football result, uh, but uh, yeah, but it was nice just to uh, enjoy life again. I suppose the way to start after obviously not having these weekends for so long. So yeah, no, it was all good. Yeah, this is, it's the same when you go well, if you go from your local to town. Whether we when we go to Liverpool, because you get four pints for a tenner in our local, but you can't get much change from a tanner in town for two pints. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do like going to the sort of, yeah, the more sort of smaller pubs they are. Uh, yeah, you know, you certainly do know the, the cheaper ones that you sort of go to for sure. Yeah, because well, in our town, there's Weatherspoons, which is like £2.50 or 60 for a pint. So the pubs around, it can't really go much higher than that. Else everyone just goes Weatherspoons. So everywhere's like £2.50 mm. a pint. And, and so, so. I think one place I went to, I think it was Burton Albion when I went to Burton Albion. I think Spoons was the cheap, was the most expensive pub on the high street. I mean, that's how cheap it was. I think, uh, I think some of them were even cheaper than Spoons. And I think the same was for Huddersfield as well when I was out there. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, if, it, yeah. I think if, it, yeah. if you get into a smaller a t- a town, they have to like outpeat the Weatherspoons usually <laughs> so it's like yeah, the, one, the one yeah the, our local the boots trying to go up upper class change his name to Turbreeze but then nobody goes with it they just went oh, why have we got to pay four pound for a pint five pound for a pint well, we just get the same drink for two pound fifty over the road <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> but anyway wrestling yeah wrestling <laughs> Alright, so we'll start the news, as always, in association with the best page on Facebook for wrestling news, the pro wrestling world. Uh, a few more Mania matches have been confirmed, so uh, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley have been added to the women's tag team title match with Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Selena Vega and Carmella. I, I, I like this, I, I just didn't know how they were going to get Liv and Rhea on the card, if this wasn't going to happen, there's just been a battle royal, I guess, which is far below them both, the year they've had. Yeah, I think for Ripley as well, it's sort of a, it's a bit of an awkward kind of time for WrestleMania because I think she's actually started doing some pretty good work, mm. um, and uh, it just feels of her again kind of going around in another circle where she was with Nikki with Nikki Ash in the tag team sort of division, and now she's back in the sort of the tag team division a bit with Liv, who's also a, a bit admittedly Liv's also had a great year, so she can also be. A, I think yeah, but I think yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it, it's simply done to get them both on the card, and they are both kind of too good to be in that women's battle royal if that does happen so um yeah i, I think it's anything else they could really do um so i think yeah they've had they've had to do that and hope, hopefully they've got big plans for for both of them post post mania as well 
Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of the problem with kind of Vince doesn't like multi-person matches at WrestleMania for like the main, like the main, like the top title in each division. So, so but I, I don't know. I live for Rhea, Becky, and Bianca Belair. It would have been tasty. I think it would have been a bit different to the Fatal Four Way on the other brand. Well, I mean the to have a Fatal Four Way compared to the one on one on the other brand. But, but it's where yeah, you I'm could happy. argue as well potentially this is where like a Money in the Bank's kind of missed on Mania. Um, because it is an easy way to get like your main event stars onto, um, obviously into a match that also has significance. So it's not like it's just a, a stupid match, like a fatal four randomly for the sake of it. At least you've actually got a, yeah, you could get away with doing a money in the bank ladder match for something that actually means something. Oh, yeah. Imagine these six women in a money in the bank match rather than the pointless ta- women's tag team titles. It's only as well, really. Exactly. And I think as well. The crowd do, obviously, I know that's why it moved to Money Max. Everyone loved it so much from WrestleMania, so it moved to its own mm. paper. Um, but yeah, I think even if you just have, yeah, even just have something multi man to, to give it like a number, just for number one contenders bites match, just so it's got a bit of a. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, also, it's Mac, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. The, the rumored Matt Packaby. Matt Packaby. I can't say <laughs> Matt. That's Pat McAfee. That's how usually. So it's not against Vince McMahon as it was rumoured, which I'm so happy about. But this should mm. be fun. I thought I've, I've enjoyed it. Um, has he only had two matches, Pat, I think? I think it's two matches, and they've yeah. both been yeah. great. Yeah, I, mean, great, yeah. I, think, I, I think this is brilliant news. I mean, um, I think he's a big enough... I suppose he's a big enough... I, mean, I don't really know too much about um, his career before... No. David, but <laughs> I, I think he is a fairly big name, and... Um, yeah, I think I think well, I mean he's been great in WWE for both his NXT kind of run, mm-hmm. uh, and it, yeah, I think he's really good on SmackDown commentary. Um, so no, I've, I'm I'm all for this, and yeah, I'm just delighted it's not him versus a 76 year old man. Definitely, <laughs> I'm so surprised they haven't just teamed him up with Nakamura just so they could have him dancing on the table for Nakamura's <laughs> theme. It's just because. <laughs> well, part of me is thinking it's going to be. I presume Vince McMahon might go into Austin Theory's corner, maybe. I was assuming um, that's going to happen. Yeah. They, have, they, haven't, they haven't got it on the graphic with Vince McMahon at the moment. Maybe this is where Shane comes back uh, <laughs> to try and get Shane over in some way. Um, yeah, this is for firing me. And then um, it looks like it's going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin appearing on the KO show rather than having a match. That seems to be what they were implying on Raw last night. I never thought it was going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin having a match. I always thought it would either be a, he'd come down and just stutter in KO. Because he's had so many opportunities over the years to have a comeback. I don't see why he'd wait until he's nearly 60. It's not like he's short of cash. <laughs> he's, still the number one, he's still the number one merch seller in the company and he hasn't had a match for 19 years. <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? That's how it's out, sort of over. He's still always going to sell shirts to... So people, I mean, even if people go away, well, I don't know, almost like on a stag weekend and stuff, they're going to dress someone up as, well, fancy dress. He always sell shirts in that respect. Um, it's even had me actually doing a little search to buy a shirt earlier after as well, after just hearing this news. I mean, it's exciting. It's, it's something we haven't had for obviously a while. It, I think, yeah, the match, obviously we don't know what his next, say, clearly his, his next just not capable for a match, not to mention his, now, his age now. Um, so there would have been his risks. His, his knees were in a mess 20 years ago, so what are they going to be like now? <laughs> That's exactly that. Unless he's got into a macular shape in, in the gym. Not that he was ever out of shape, but if he really has healed his injuries and he feels he can give a, a solid, maybe 10 minute match. Um, but clearly that's, that's not going to be the case. But he has, but it hasn't, there's, they've obviously done enough to build a, a bit of a rivalry going into this. And mm. um, we, it's obviously clearly going to, he's going to get physical. At some stage, so yeah, I think that especially with uh, the promo that's done the rounds on Twitter only a few hours ago, it, it was an awesome promo. By the way, Stone Cold still is just the best. It really is a great promo, and I think he's kind of uh, almost sort of not bailed WWE out from they did on Raw, but I think on Raw last night they um, kind of confused people. You could left the sort of the viewer a bit confused because they one minute KO was saying it's just going to be yeah the Kevin Owens show, the next minute we get. Sort of the commentator saying, "Oh, he hasn't wrestled for 19 years," so it was kind of mm. like, "Well, what's going on then?" Yeah. And then I think he kind of cleared it up by just saying, "It's going to be—I don't care what it is—it's either going to be 
show, a brawl, a match. Basically, he's just sort of saying it's in, in, in the internet. He's going to get physical, but it probably won't be a, a solid 10-minute match or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. I could just see him turning into a load of Texas legends just kicking Kevin Owens' ass. I could see Shawn Michaels coming out, the Unseeker coming out, just throw JBL in JBL, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's loads, loads of Texas legends about. So. No, yeah, I think that could work. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of having, like, segments, like, in-ring talking segments on Mania. Just leave that to them. Yeah, I, I don't mind the moments. Like, for instance, I thought it was quite cool a few years ago. I think it was when, I think it was the League of Nations versus the New Day where Austin Foley and Michaels came out. I think stuff mm. like that, especially for the live audience. Don't forget, yeah. live audience people are, they're not all going to be diehard like wrestling fans watching every promotion under the sun. They're going to be mm-hmm. people who have just sort of got a ticket because it's like they to tick off the bucket list. Mm-hmm. So that's going to make people, that's probably going to up ticket sales regardless. Now, no confirming he's there. I would not be surprised if they, if we hear it in the news over the next few days that there's a massive shift in ticket sales now. Definitely. <laughs> uh, Nick, you've got some thoughts on Impact Wrestling's Sacrifice pay-per-view? I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, no, so yeah, Sacrifice was this weekend. I think it's the last um, show before the Rebellion pay-per-view in uh, April, April 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main event's already been confirmed that. So the, the main event of this show was Moose beating Heath in a, um, for the world title. Um, sound like a good, a good match and Heath came across those and someone who really can sort of compete in that main event scene. Yeah. Um, which is testament to the work he's done. I think he's always been very loved by WWE and whatever they gave him. But since then, I think he's also got himself into quite a big shape. He's a bit of a big, he's a big lad now. So yeah. he's done great work. But, um, yeah, Moose did win, but he was uh, at the end, Josh Allen. Alexander made his return to impact after obviously the outside of industry sort of well because obviously his visa issues um, but yeah he signed a new long term deal with impact now and he does get his match with Moose uh, for the title obviously we know about the well kind of build for this has been stemming since um, the impact pay for you, I think it was Bound, Bound for Glory mm-hmm. where uh, Moose sort of cashed in on um, like straight away wasn't it straight, straight away with yeah. the family in the ring whilst yeah. the pin took place so uh yeah, I think this is all stepped up for it. it. It will be a great match. And they've obviously also now got even another sort of six weeks or so, probably maybe even more than that, six, seven weeks to, to really take this rivalry to the next step. So, yeah, um, that'll be very great. Uh be exciting. Um, there's a, yeah, there's some new champions as well on the show. So, Violent by Design, Eric Young and Joe Doring, they, um, they're the new tag team champions. They beat the Good Brothers. And um well they sorry they have to beat the good the good brothers um for the titles. Yeah, good match and um yeah, unexpected sort of um change yeah. there. Uh it's so, it's quite good because the, they just rejoined the Bullet Club, was it last week? Two weeks ago? That's it. My only thinking is unless they have got plans for like unless this is gonna be something with like I don't know, with if the good brothers are gonna be not away from impact but like we mentioned with the, the Bullet Club, sort of we've seen mm. Jay White right of going to AEW. Whether there's plans for them in like a yeah, whether there's bigger plans for just Bullet Club as a whole. So um, yeah, yeah I, I think that's probably more looking at the bigger picture in in, in that sense. Um, Another's a big surprise. Uh, Tasha Steeles is the new uh, Knockouts champion. Uh, beat Nikki James. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that picture doing the rounds. I was like, ooh. I do like Tasha Steele, though. But, but. She's had a great... I think she's another one who's been... Her and Kira Hogan were, were fantastic together as, mm. as Fire and Flavor. Obviously had the um, the split. Uh, Hogan's been doing a bit of AEW work, or a lot of AEW work, I should say. And Steele's has been great on her own as well now. So, yeah, I think for her winning the title, I think is... I, I wouldn't have expected it, but um, I think, yeah, I think it, it's um, certainly... She certainly deserves it. It was a good match as well. Um... But yeah, I think as well with Mickey, I mean, she's Mickey James, she's probably still one of the best wrestlers on, the best woman wrestler on the, on, on the brand. So, um, I think, yeah, you could even probably get, a, get away of doing this as a rematch at Rebellion as well, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, oh, some other, well, I want to quickly go through as well. Not, a, uh, yeah, sorry, the Knockouts tag team division also did change as well. Uh, the influence beat the inspiration. So Madison Rain and Sinil Dashwood are the new, uh, mm-hmm. champions. Another surprise. Yeah, I really didn't expect this to, uh, these these title changes. So yeah, they they the I think the the build to this has been uh, pretty good. Um, so yeah, a bit of a bit of a surprise. 
Um, but I think, again, yeah, you can probably get away with doing this as a, a potential rematch as well, going into to Rebellion. Ooh. And then just another quick one. Yeah, Eddie Edwards um, beat Rhino. Uh, obviously, we know I mentioned on the last show about Eddie Edwards obviously joining on and no more than the stable. But yeah, beating Rhino, it's going to be interesting where this goes. I suspect we're already, I think, in terms of long-term building, we'll probably get some stage this year going to get to Eddie Edwards versus Josh Alexander, probably at um, at Sandiversary, I suspect, as to be a better man in July. I think that's, there's enough time to build to that. So, but yeah. Uh, but yes, Boiler ball, ball a good show and um, yeah, some unexpected changes. Oh, amazing. Get something I need to catch up on at Impact. I want to shout out as well to Chelsea Green. She, um, uh, I don't know if you saw, broke her arm again. I mean, yes, saw that. She, she must be the most yeah. unluckiest person with injuries, but um, it did look painful. You could see kind of the spot where it Ooh. happened, but yeah, yeah oh. just to, again a shout out to her and wish her all a massive speedy recovery and hopefully it will be indeed that. Yeah, every time it seems to go, everything seems to go right for her. It's just, yeah, something happens. It's like, oh, yeah, I thought it was there. Hopefully she'll recover soon. So, so that was the news. That was the news in association with the Pro Wrestling News Facebook page dedicated to all things wrestling. You can find a link in the description if you'd like to like the page. This is the unforgettable Andre Decker, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Right, so Sunday was AEW's Revolution. Great show. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I was going to do a bit of a mood about the length of it, but I had just literally just watched the Batman of the cinema, which is three hours. So going from a three-hour film straight into a four-hour pay-per-view, I think I was just tired from watching mm-hmm. <laughs> watching longer things. But yeah, I loved it. I did, I did really, really enjoy the show. Yeah. So the show started off big with Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, great, uh, great example of um, Chris Jericho and how he's been putting over people. He's not really up-and-coming talent, but... but Talent that hasn't really been on TV that much for the main or- mainstream audience to see. Yeah, but yeah, Eddie Kingston's done his dues over the last twenty years. I think I'm, I'm loving the resurgence he's had in his career recently. Yeah, no, I mean this was always going to be. We saw that obviously the promos they spoke for themselves, but mm-hmm. unexpectedly, a lot. Of, I'd actually argue a match tonight. I didn't expect. I was, I was trying to sort of uh, put together a match tonight, and this was so difficult trying to work out uh, yeah, a match tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still to this. I'll have to make a decision at the end of what I think is match. <laughs> this was great. A really good open to the show. Um, the crowd obviously were was so hot for it. And um, yeah, I think it's got two like, real, real over stars where I think they obviously both they're both adored by the fans. But yeah, I think they made the correct decision definitely with Kingston winning and a really cool um, finish as well to it. But I think I mean everything about this match was just was just great. Simply, uh, no sort of complaints about how it went. A little bit brutal at times, and yeah, I just um, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I th- yeah, it was, yeah. I wasn't expecting this one to be the opener, but I was expect- I, I thought the next match was going to be the opener, having a, a quick match, like tag team match to open. But yeah, love this match. Yeah, just yeah, they just beat each other up for ten minutes or th- eleven minutes. wasn't a wasn't a particularly long match, which was great. Yeah, hard hitting opener. Everyone going home feeling good. Chris Jericho looks in great shape as well. I'm just, I don't know what he's done over the last month, but he's, he looks amazing. Well, I've been seeing the rounds of how, how he looked in sort of 2020 compared mm. to how he's looking now in 2022, and it is absolutely incredible. I almost lost the dad bod mm. uh, to, to now just an immaculate shape. It really is great, and I'll always say it, he is he is the goat in my opinion, and just the uh, yeah how he always just keeps changing, how he remains staying relevant. Uh, just amazing whatever he gets put in whatever whatever he gets put into be it on commentary on rampage um he's just amazing absolutely amazing and will probably be my favorite rest of all time yeah definitely. <laughs> so eddie looked really shocked at the end of the show of the match didn't believe that he won he went to shake his hands and jericho wouldn't shake his hands after he promised he would if the if eddie won so do you see this is the feud got to continue then well yeah, I did think it was, like I said last week on the show, I thought this was going to be a way where they'd embrace and have mutual respect, because I just couldn't see either wrestler certainly turning um, heel. But, yeah, clearly, I think, yeah, Jericho, well, yeah, certainly looks that way, doesn't it, that he's going to be turning heel um, again, which is, yeah, it, 
it is a surprise because I think yeah, I know he'll probably come out on Dynamite this week, I suspect, or Rampage, and say that it was just he'll probably go and apologise to to Kingston. Uh, and it was just sort of the heat at the moment, but um. No, I think yeah, I think I, I think this will continue. And I think after seeing this match, I'm all for it. And we know, uh, and to be fair, the prime. I mean, you could argue the build wasn't too long for this. And given how no. great they both are on the mic, um, who's to say it wouldn't work by stretching out for a little bit longer? I suspect there'll be another big dynamite show before um, the next pay per view double or nothing. So um, I think you can definitely get away stretching out a little bit longer for sure. Yeah, I'm interested to see where LAX or Pride and Power yeah. would fit into it if they're going to go to Jericho and just murder, not murder, but put him in his place saying you said you're going to shake his hand and stuff if you won. And they, well, something along the lines of they won't respect him unless he keeps to his word and they want to be out of the inner circle if he can't keep his word. So it's be interesting to see where it yeah. goes going forward. Uh, next, what's the tag team title match? Young Bucks versus Red Dragon versus Jurassic Express. I think this is everything I wanted this much, but I, I don't usually like it when it's a triple threat match and only two are in the ring. But it worked in this match for the storyline of the Young Bucks and Red Dragon. We're working together ish. So yeah, and they just beat they just beat down Jurassic Express. But so for this match, I'll give an exception. But I don't usually like it when they do it. I guess they couldn't do it like that because it would just been. Jurassic uh, Express do get battered by two people for the whole match. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was a it was a great yeah wild spot fest. Indie lovelies, <laughs> everybody loves. It. Um, the book's got all the the moves in. Jurassic Express, I think yeah, I think they needed to win here to establish themselves as a top tag team in the division because they are some huge teams in this division. So yeah, yeah that just forwards the story of Young Bucks versus Red Dragon eventually. I think I don't think that feud needs a title. Yeah, I um, I must admit I didn't. You know, I did think it was going to be Red Dragon winning, but um, proven wrong. And I think sometimes, it, it, in a good way, prove I'm pretty happy to be proved wrong because yeah, I think Jurassic, Jurassic Express. I always said this day last year and the year before that they they probably are the most underrated tag team in the division. And I think yeah, I mean Jungle Boy's work. I think it just continues to get worse. I think Luchasaurus is. Sort of yeah, is certainly a bit of an unsung kind of hero in the in the tag team, and just in AEW as a whole, really. Um, but yeah, I thought it was just it, it was where everything thought it was going to be. It was it was always going to be fast paced. I mean, AEW sort of tag team. It's so hard to. I mean, their their own tag team division sort of becoming like well, they can make their own match of the year kind of contenders just by using tag team matches. <laughs> um, we've seen. I mean, already four in my head are already springing to mind that I've absolutely adored since this company's begun. Um, but yeah, this was this was fantastic. Um, it was as I was a little bit surprised it followed Kingston Jericho. I must admit, I thought it was probably going to be a little bit higher. But um, once again, I think yeah, it, it it didn't matter because it was just so great. And uh, yeah, I think as well where this goes, I think going forward, um, I think it was a very big pop as well for Jurassic Express when they won. Yeah, uh, I did like the that. fact that it was a real near fall again, where he just got, they just made it to the free count. I mm-hmm. thought that was that was great. I do like the the double team finisher. Where he just, uh, oh, sorry, which <laughs> sort kind of just throws him over his head, and the jungle boy kind of catches him into a power bomb, a sitting power bomb. That's all lovely. <laughs> no, absolutely, and. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I think the biggest question now is where, well, where Red Dragon and the Unbucks go from here. I, I, I think yeah, it's it's definitely going to spill into well, I, I would say an Omega return. Uh, certainly, when that happens, I don't I don't know what his injury sort of time frame is, but I, I do think it's it's going to be sooner rather than later. And I think I'm, I'm I was just, I'm hoping I think we talked about last week a a, a blood and guts special yeah. between now and. Double or nothing, and they have the elite versus the undisputed air and Jay White, whoever we gotta call them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did. To be fair, that that's where it was placed last year. It was mm-hmm. placed in between um, now and, and double or nothing because yeah, last year was obviously the the pinnacle versus the inner circle, and then that was that that had a um, that obviously then that was their their rematch at double or nothing. So yeah, there's every chance that can happen at Blood and Guts where, where whenever. Whenever that may be, but yeah, you've certainly got. Um, you can certainly build towards that with this lot, with all eight of them. 
Face of the Revolution match next. It was won by Wardlow, which is it's not it's not a surprise, but I was leaning towards Keith Lee. I don't know why. Um, yeah, so it was Keith Lee versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Wardlow. It's Ricky Starks versus Orange Cassidy versus Christian Cage. I don't really remember Christian Cage doing much in this match. <laughs> I thought the other five were brilliant, but unless I just missed something. But I thought I thought Orange Cassidy was hilarious in this match. Oh, he, he was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> lots of times he got on people's backs to try and get things, or he got. And then when he was spinning, spinning the, the ladder around his head, and then they caught it, and then he kind of pulls way up on top of it, and then tried to get. <laughs> it was just even at the start, I think. When I don't know who it was, I think it might have actually been Christian. To be fair, mm. uh, where he was sort of had his hand in his pocket, just was shouldered up the ladder, he got thrown off, and just casually stood still again, and just, <laughs> uh, like it was like he didn't give a crap that he's just been thrown off the ladder. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think as well with Cassidy, this is why it's essential to get him onto the card at yeah. some point. I doubt we will probably see him in the the heights that we saw at Double or Nothing last year, where he was in the main well the, the main title match. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to rule it out because I still he still you know, I still adore him, but um, yeah, it's uh, yeah I, I think um, yeah you, this will just prove again how essential he is to a card, and it can work especially in multi man matches. There's just such an easy slot for him to go into, and then he can work well in, in what he does, and that's how he works best in my. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there, was, there was a spot where they had the, was a Keith Lee, Powerhouse, Hobbs, and Wardlow. All, <laughs> he just came in and started doing his sloth kicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Lee just threw him like halfway up the ramp, <laughs> threw him over, over Starks and Christian, who were meant to catch him, they threw him over them. I was like, ow. Yeah, apparently he's, he's injured, so I thought it's got to Orange Cassidy. I'm guessing that's pretty oh, got injured, so. so. But, uh, yeah, Wardlow winning. Do we see him? Beating Sammy Guevara? I'm, I'm saying Sammy because I don't think Scorpio Sky is going to be beaten this weekend. This week. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, obviously we know about with Wardlow a little bit later on what happened as well. So, but even going into this, we knew a face turn was. We knew a, we knew a face turn was coming. Um, I would also like to say that spot with Woodlow, Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs, how great was that with oh. on the ramp? Just that oh, when, when, they, when they ripped the, the ladder apart. Woodlow was just, he is amazing. I mean, we've mm. seen, and we've seen how, however he's getting, I think they've sort of really done, they've sort of really, again, played this out well. They've kind of booked him, and they, they, this sort of was hit the boiling point on this show uh, with a packed crowd, a very good crowd again. It's what, how good, what you can do, well, with squash matches, which WWE doesn't do, exactly. just, ha- just have them squash people for weeks and weeks and weeks, get over a finisher, and everyone loves them. Though, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It really it can be as simple as that. And I think as well, what they've also made even more simpler is by having sort of having your heel sort of coward with him in Sean Spears coming out, mm. sort of doing the smacking of the chair and him looking peed off that he doesn't really see the point in doing that. Again, it's just a simple way to build up that face turn. So, um, yeah, I mean, clearly a big pop when he won. So, yeah, I think they 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 built this out well because I know over weeks we've sort of been I've sort of been giving Dino, oh, is this going to be the, the the face turns night? Especially when they had that the show in his hometown where he was so over. I really yeah, thought that was going to be that. I thought yeah. it was going to be that week. So they've obviously stood by their the ground of no, we we we've planned it out to for it to happen on. Uh, well, obviously, and they, they've done well. They've literally, as I said, they've literally got it right to, the, to, to they've literally got it to boiling point, and yeah, it was it was a fantastic moment in the end, and um, yeah, now it will be interesting to see who he goes up against. I think I would still like to see him go up against a. I think yes, I think I'd like to see him go up against Sammy Guevara, given that Guevara's only officially become champion. I think what towards the end of January, I think it was. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I would like it to be um yeah versus Guevara. I think as well you can have a little bit of fun with that. I think you can. I think as well if Wardlow is to beat Guevara, they can um they there can be some obviously mutual respect at the end, which almost confirms Wardlow's face turn as well. Even if you want it in sort of black and white. Definitely. <laughs> then tried to do a surprise signing, but he had a piece of paper which said Swerve on it, and he kept waving it in front of us. He must have been told about halfway through. Everyone can see it says Swerve because you know, he turned it around and put it near towards his chest. So, but, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, we're both huge fans of Shane Strickland. I'm really happy that he's officially signed of AEW. Uh, it was great how um, 
interaction with the fans was, and everyone remembers his indie work and Swerve's house and stuff. That's what I thought was, it was great. So, what? Yeah, really good pop for him. Uh, I was delighted for him as, uh, yeah, I've loved his work way, way pre WWE, his work in both Progress and Riptide. Yeah. Um, my favourite ever Riptide match, him versus Will Ospreay. Uh, well, I'd love to see that. I think that's the first time I heard of him. I, I looked him up after. What's our first show you talked about? This first ever show. Oh. <laughs> you, you, we talked about you going to Riptide, and I looked him up after you were talking, yeah. about, how, talking how great he was. Yeah, he is. He is fantastic. Uh, like, yeah, as I say, he's done fantastic work in, in progress as well. Uh, and then obviously NXT, and yeah, it that he never. Well, obviously we won't go into that about getting released. Um, but is yeah, he he is just a fantastic star, and yeah, I was really happy that the it almost took him by surprise how over the crowd were it seemed. Mm. So um, no, I, I I really am looking forward to seeing his work. I know, funny enough, admittedly I'm going a bit back on what I said about all these sign the the new surprise <laughs> signings are. Uh, they're getting a bit boring, but this I think sometimes when you do announce new song, it can be quite good. But like, oh, we didn't we didn't build it up. They're just mm-hmm. going to come out and say it. I think that was quite cool because yeah. sometimes they've kind of they've been sort of oh we got an announcement to make um, sort of thing. And sometimes I think now that given that given the major stars we've been signed, it's just best just to come out and kind of do it like like it was where where yeah you get a bit of an reaction in the crowd if Shivani comes out. That's all we got a new signing. That would get the crowd going, ooh, um, and getting involved. So, yeah, I think the way they did this was was good. Uh, I think if any new signings going forward, then I would I would also urge them to do it kind of like how they've done it this how they've done it like this way. And um, but yeah, certainly uh, excited to see uh, yeah him in AEW. Yeah, I'm excited to see how they're going to use him. So uh, I guess it's, uh, I don't know whether he's he's going to just fit into the. TNT division really well, or could you, would you push him straight away towards the title scene? I have no idea. But he's he's good enough to be in that main event, but they they will need to rebuild him, I guess, after his his non-existence on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, but based on his NXT work, I think he could go straight to TNT for a short time and then straight into the main events. So I, I think he's that good. Yeah, not hundred percent. Uh, next, we had the TBS title match, uh, Jay Cargill versus Ty Conti. Uh, Cargill continued to wrestle beyond their experience, I thought. I thought it was, and Conti was really, it was, it was fun. It was a fun little match. It was only six minutes long, wasn't it? Huge match to stay about. I think it's probably the best Jay Cargill match I've seen so far. It. Yeah, I think I, I actually preferred this match to the other women's match, which we'll get into mm. a little bit later on. Um, yeah. This was the best match I've seen between uh, them both. I think it's probably both there. I, I personally think that. I think Cargill is a star. I think she... Uh, oh, I think she, she, she looked amazing in the um, yeah. Mortal Kombat gear at the beginning. I was like, oh. My uh, sort of mate sort of says she almost looks like you're sort of like a comic star, almost like, mm. like the way she uh, comes out of her cool hair and everything like that. So I, I think she is destined to be a star. I mean, she's she obviously... Um, yeah, she obviously not got. She obviously got gets booed quite often um, for her great heelish work. Um, I, I think of her background as well. Um, so I think she's got all the attributes. I think I, I can see her really becoming like a proper major heel in the company. Mm. Well, she's twenty nine and zero now, so she's already got a little uh, big undefeated run. So I think I think her first defeat will obviously come when it's dropping the belt. That's for sure. Um, and. I think yeah, whoever I think at this point now with her run, it's coming like she'll put almost be putting someone else massively over as well when she drops the belt, and then it will get her into the main event scene. So yeah, I think AEW have got a major star in their hands in Jade Cargill. Mm. Look at the current roster. I have no idea who will take this title off her. Unless they well, the good thing is, mm. I think with the women's wrestling on AEW, I think they they we've we've mentioned obviously about men's signings coming in a lot of them. But I think the women's, they can certainly get away by bringing in many more women wrestlers, I think, to the promotion. Mm. Especially as they're two belts, so you're not going to exactly get low enough. Especially if you get even too many women, you can always create an attack team division as well. So, um, well, it looks like the, with the purchase of Ring of Honor, the, yeah, the, the, women, the women's title, the Ring of Honor women's title, tag titles, I remember. I don't know they've got they're tag they're titles. I know they've got, obviously, Diana Peraza as the current. Yeah. yeah she's, that's who she's, she was against. Chelsea Green of the weekend, wasn't she? That's, where, that's it, yeah. That was the match where she broke her arm. Yeah. 
Yeah, next. I think this is my match of the night. I just thought it was brilliant. It was brutal. It was, yeah. MJF versus CM Punk, a dog collar match. On the on the the show I watched, they didn't have the entrances, so everyone's raving yeah. about CM Punk's entrance. I was like, oh, it will come from mine as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, so everyone's very. He came out to his Ring of Honor theme, and he's. I I loved him back in his shorts. Yeah, Isaac has to stop talking about this match all day. Apparently, he's telling all his friends about it. And see, Punk said, "Eat shit." <laughs> Isaac's like, "Eat shit." I was like, "No, shh." He said, "Eat poo." <laughs> you know, get him, Jeff, being a star. <laughs> Oh, at least, at least he didn't kill Kuro when he said, uh, "Pass me that fucking mic." He didn't pick up on that. <laughs> but, yeah, I lo- I loved all of this match. I, I, I felt it was brutal, and some of the spots, the, the bit where they will try to throw each other on the drawing pins, I thought that was hilarious and, and so well done. That's brilliant. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I got. Oh, I got yeah, I, I'm see. I'm torn if this is my match of the night. <laughs> oh, I think again, it's just testament to how amazing the show was. Uh, I think I got one more match that was my match of the night. So, mm. but um, no, this was amazing. A perfect end to what has been a well already feud of the year, I guess. Um, it's definitely been my feud of the year so far. I think, I think the Mike work has been amazing. I think AJF's gone up another level. I think he's he he must be in the main event soon. So. Well, he's yeah, cause he wrestled. I think Moxley uh, in the main event. I think he has wrestled for the title before. Yeah, he's uh, had one one championship match. I think, yeah, he's definitely got to be, um, certainly, yeah. Well, the thing is of MJF, I think, I, I look at this of AEW, I mean, he's, I think he must have wrestled on every pay-per-view. He clearly mm. is a major, regardless of wrestling for titles, he is obviously a main event player. Yeah, I, I kind of class him as someone who gets their own special match on the card. Um, yeah. Because he, he is just, he's just a great, he's just amazing. Um, this was the dream feud that we were always obviously planned prior to uh, Punk joining AEW and um, it certainly delivered and yeah, this was just uh, it was painful to watch at some time at times and uh, yeah it was just beautifully booked throughout yeah I loved it I loved this match I'll probably go back and watch it many many times uh, it didn't feel 25 minutes long everyone's been oh it's a bit long I, said, I hate long matches usually but this didn't did feel 25 minutes to me I don't think it felt that long and I think as well when it's an end of feud match it doesn't matter if it's that long no. um, unless you're obviously having like a, ta- like a, like a master class like, like for like Paige Bryan that's a bit different but mm. for a brutal match I think if it's an end of feud you can get away with doing it for like half an hour or so yeah that was yeah I'll, it, well, I'll start have a little bit of about that then for a bit if you're going to have nine matches if two of them are going to be half an hour long can you not have nine matches <laughs> it just, I don't know it just I don't want to. I don't want to criticise the because it was just so good. It was just nice yeah. to watch the pay per view, which was just beautiful throughout. So I don't want to. You know, I don't want to add any negative spins on it. I don't think. Yeah, I thought about it at the end, but I, I think there's two matches they could have had as main events on yeah, Dynamites rather than on pay per views. But yeah, I feel so, really sorry for this next match. It was a terrible spot following that dog collar match. I think the crowd was so exhausted. So did uh, you were uh, like the Wardlow um, the, the ring? Like, I thought that was quite Oh shit, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I should have mentioned it. Well, I know we mentioned uh, it earlier, but I, I, I just, I think it was, I think, I don't know if I preferred that to him actually hitting MJF. I think him hitting MJF would have been a bit, because I think that would almost overshadowed Punk and the match itself. I mean, the fact that he just came out and had like a, like, obviously we don't know, was it an actual cock up of it? Mm. The ring in the pocket, the wrong one. Uh, yeah, he obviously, obviously we know it. He did it on purpose, but say didn't. So I, I, thought, I thought it was quite cool. Yeah, I look forward to seeing that where that goes. He's playing dubs, like, oh, I can find it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he's, yeah, he's technically not done anything wrong. It was just a mistake. Mm. Happens to the best of us, he could argue. So and uh, punk motion that he wants, uh, motion that he wants the title after the match. So yeah, I, I think he. With Punk, we well, we know how impressive his record is in AW, so he's probably got to be at least the number one up up there. So, um, and I think yeah, the the fourth him as a heel versus Page will be fantastic. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll go into that a bit later. Though, yeah, I think it's gonna go. But yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, as we said, <laughs> terrible spot next for the women's title match. I thought the crowd are exhausted after that 
I could have, you could have argued that MJF versus Punk could have headlined this. There was such emotion going into it. So having, having the type this much after it, um, it was alright. I'm just getting a bit bored of Britt Baker winning by interference. Yeah, it's she's very, she's, she doesn't need it. She's so good. But it sounds like uh, Thunder Rose is going to win a number one contenders match this week. And then next week, it's in San Antonio, her hometown. So she'll probably win it in her hometown. That seems to be what everyone's saying. Oh, okay. That makes it, yeah, because I like yourself. I was, uh, at the end, I was like, this is why I'd prefer the other women's match. Mm. I mean, because I think Thunder Rose is so amazing. I think she, I think her time's now to take the title from uh, Britt Baker, who. Yeah, I guess, it'll be, I guess it'll be a cage match or something. To get, so that's what I was thinking, or... yeah. Definitely, I think yeah. If you can if you can get away by doing a cage match in a few weeks' time uh, in our hometown, then yeah, you've got it's called St. Patrick's Day Slam or something. This ah, show's yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got your main event then sorted um, in our hometown, so we'll get a pop. And yeah, <laughs> was that a year on then since they had their match as well? Like yeah, we're both a year ahead. Yeah, so yeah. you can even sell that. So yeah, there's certainly there's certainly ways you can um, get around that then. But yeah, I think. This match, it was probably, yeah, you say it was a hard position on the card. I think the fact that it's another sort of shoddy win for Britt Baker, yeah, I think, uh, uh, I suppose a little a minor downside of the night. But, um, yeah, I think there's certainly ways to save this, though. Certainly certainly not all doom and gloom for this for this, for the women's division or anything like that. No, I just don't know what they'll do with Britt Baker afterwards when she loses the title. I'm really interested to see where they go over. That's the... Move her in with, into a group with Adam Cole, because they seem to be teasing that a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, I'm interested to see. Uh, next, John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. Uh, bit of a backstory to this was Moxley's, um, back after rehab. Danielson wants them both to join forces to raise up the next generation. There's a possibility, but Mo- uh, Moxley, he said he can't stand next to somebody he, he hasn't bled with. So it's led to this bloody violent match which is I like I love this match as well this was quite uh, it was close to being my match on this but I, I don't I think there was just a bit, bit more emotion than the MJF CM Punk match this was my match of the night um, I, I I I just got, I think sometimes when you're almost not expecting a match of the night uh, you just I think this just kind of went a little bit past my expectations I think for the fact that yeah there's not been a huge build to this I think I was set off feared I was going to get a bit of um, almost like you know in Jericho wrestled MJF for the first time it was like a mm-hmm. friendly match Yeah, I was kind of fearing I was going to get not like I, I just didn't expect the, sort of this to be so brutal um, but I mean the, I just thought the chemistry between these two was just another level of, of amazing um, really really enjoyed it and um, yeah a really cool finish with Brian's reaction after just looking generally pissed off and obviously well, just, he was absolutely covered in blood but none of it was his blood <laughs> it was all Moxley's blood. I was just like, his hand, it's all his arm from doing um, one of his submissions on him was just absolutely drenched in blood. And I was like, oh, none of it was his. <laughs> I just love sort of the sweating, and I just think it just really helps. And you've got loads of tight submissions, and mm. uh, it was just a perfect match. I thought really, really enjoyable. And yeah, it was my match of the night. Um, just defeat in the opener and Punk MJF. Um, I just and that's not even doing the other match because uh, we've got two or more amazing matches to talk about as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was this was just really really great, and I think as well, just yeah, excited to see where it goes. Yeah, because post match the fight continued. Refs came out, security came out, then William Eagle came out, <laughs> slapped Moxley, and Daniel was like, "Haha, you got slapped." <laughs> Headbutted Moxley and him slapped Danielson. He looks shocked that he got slapped as well. Made him shake hands, and I'm so looking forward to seeing where this goes. I mean, first of all, great to see him in AEW. I mean, as soon as, I think as soon as he got wrongly fired by the well, released or whatever you want to call it, by WWE, I, I, I just knew straight away that AEW have to get him. I mean, the, the, the stuff he, he's done, the respect that he was getting on Twitter for, for everyone's careers. There was just easily a place for him, regardless of how big your card is. It's not like he's going to be fighting. On no, the shows. he's where, apparently he's going to be like a managerial role 
an on-screen role and the backstage role. Yeah, it, so. it was more for the the backstage role, but just a really cool way to kind of debut him just coming out and separating the two. It was just... The slaps looked hard as well. They didn't, <laughs> didn't pull back on their slaps. Like the headbutt as well with the blood. That made me mark out when he just headbutted him and had the blood over his face. Mm. I was like, bloody hell. Like, it, I just thought, yeah, it was, it was just really, really brilliantly done. Um, yeah, it is interesting. What do you do now then? Do you have him as... A manager of the two, or yeah. I was going to say, how do you see the group evolving over the next couple of months? Do you see it as a as a tag team and the manager, or do you see them recruiting the young guys into the group? Potentially, I think yeah, like they could be doing their own sort of yeah, like we've seen with Brian, like he almost did with um, on SmackDown a bit with uh, was it Drew Gulak? Hmm. I think when that was quite a little cool thing. So they could even have like almost a better booked kind of version of that with these two, sort of yeah, bringing through young wrestlers. Uh, with Regal as the as, as the main guy, um, and then also there's then you've also got scope for them to then have a general like proper heated rivalry going forward as well. So I would if they wanted to put push Jungle Boy to the next level, I'd have him turn on Luchasaurus and then join this group, and he'll be like the Randy Orton of the group. Whoa! I'd have him turn heel and then get rid of being called Jungle Boy. Jungle then, Jack Perry. Yeah, just Jack Perry, or yeah, I mean. I think, yeah, I think he's found a level in Jurassic Express, which is going to be difficult to get out of. So I reckon a, a, a heel turn amongst this group as well. I don't think they'll allow him to get lost in the shuffle. I think they'd all want him to do really well. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'll do. I'll to get somebody to the next level. Because they've been pushing this pillars of AEW thing for the last couple of months. So they need to start implementing something, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do think yeah, that's that's a good shout. I can actually see Jack Jungle Boy, well, Jack Perry, whatever you want to call. It. I could see him uh, definitely being. A, I think he's definitely got potential to be a heel as well. Um, I do like that. Another thing I've seen as well of Regal is you can also apparently if they're going to there's talk that well, especially with Ring of Honor now that you could also have him kind of like yeah work with obviously young wrestlers coming from Ring of Honor as well. So. There's so much like potential. We know obviously Brian Danielson's history of Ring of Honor as well. So yeah, there's so many cool kind of angles you can go with these two as where they go from here. But yeah, overall I just thought this was just fantastic from start to finish to, to post match as well for the, for the shock factor more than anything. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, next was Darby Allen Sting, Sammy Guevara versus Andrade, uh, Isaiah Cassidy and Matt Hardy. This is fun. This is just a <laughs> Big wild brawl, big spots, crazy fights. I just, it was, it was yeah, it was something that just, I think it's something you needed after having some brutal matches early in the match, just have a big fun spot fest. Sting taking 20 years off his career. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that was spot of the night, wasn't it? Mm. I mean, the, the video I've seen during the rounds, you can just see him fall, like, diving. It, it, like, just seeing the memes of like, falling into Monday morning like sort of thing. <laughs> it is incredible 60 is it 62 I think so yeah. I mean the thought of me doing that in five years time uh, <laughs> is is probably not going to well it almost certainly wouldn't be able to happen uh, I mean fair play fair play is all I can say I mean but this was actually another really quite, it was just a, it was a fun match you're right it, it was um, yeah you're right we had the serious kind of matches now this just felt like a little bit of fun um, I was a bit critical I think last week on the show so it didn't really need to be on here I'd, yeah I'm still this could have headlined Dynamite and I would have moaned I think as well think for a four hour show it didn't, it didn't need to be on the show but it was a nice palate cleanser from the like the brutal matches we've had so it's just having the fun yeah I think it was a nice sort of gap between Moxley Danson and the main event I, I think mm. yeah I think got, I think this got the crowd back up as well for the main events because they thought, yeah, fine, yeah, definitely. It, I, it took, it took, I, so I think, I think it, it took them a while to get into the Moxley Bryan match because I think they're, they're so emotionally drained from the MJF Sam Punk match. It did take a while for them to go go quite loud in that match as well. So, yeah, but, I yeah. think as well, it's uh, as well. I think you look at it. What, but certainly your, your Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Andrade, and even, to be fair, even Sting to an extent. I mm. think getting them onto a pay per view card is almost especially for the uh, for Alan Guevara and Andrade I think that's quite vital 
mm. getting them onto the um, card, having them placed in with I guess Sting and Matt Hardy, I think it's not is not too bad. Don't forget, we're still with AW Law, we still get wrestlers potentially who might be jumping over from WWE here and oh, okay, let's pay for you. Maybe this will be the, the weekend mm. or tune in to finally watch AW. So then when they see wrestlers like that, that will give them an extra reason to watch. So I, I just think there is. So yeah. when you see these wrestlers on this, there is certainly a m- method to it. And Definitely. So the match was the match disappointing. If, if it had been a crap match, um, then yeah, I'd have probably been a bit more like, oh, this definitely wasn't required. But the fact that we saw, in my opinion, the spot of the night, um, yeah, expectations, yeah. <laughs> and seeing one of my favorite videos on all week on Twitter, I think yeah, it's just yeah, great. Cool. And then we had the World Championship match at Handman Adam Page versus Adam Cole. Page is champion. Cole wants to be champion. And they've worked together a lot during their career. So now just Cole wants to take his place at the top of the, t- the top of the mountain. Um, this is a proper, like, main event, but I felt, I felt the crowd was knackered by the side of this game. Because if you think they had the hour pre-show as well, which had three matches on as well. So, so this is like the 12th match they've watched today. <laughs> Yeah, I sometimes yeah that when you do have whilst this was a such an amazing um whilst this was such an amazing show, yeah sometimes the risk of having and this is something that's been to long wrestling shows before mm-hmm. when it does get to an end regardless of how great the show is regardless of how great the main event is there is still that well, it's high now um uh, it, it can happen. Um, I had to, I had to re- rewatch this match today because I just like I can't remember anything about it because I think I was just. just yeah, I watched far too much stuff yesterday. <laughs> it was good. I think as well, sometimes I think when you've got a main event, you do need to give it a fit. You can't, well, unless you've got the really, sp- you can't just do a 10 minute main event match because no. that's just daft and it makes no sense, I think. Um, so yeah, this, yeah, it was, was just, was, was, was good. It was a really good main event. I think so. I can't give it match tonight just because of the fact that matches completely surpassed expectations and, mm. and, it was just so, and how much, how great the other matches were. This was really, really enjoyable. Um, well, there was a section of the crowd who were coming up some great chants. Mm, definitely. <laughs> uh, what was it? Let, let's go, Adam. Adam sucks. Let's go, Adam. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, and they're just like, let's go, Adam. Let's I will go. give them another shout. I think I might have all mentioned it. I will give it credit. The crowd were fantastic. So, uh, yeah, so if anyone is listening to this, you were fantastic, all of you. Beatable Adam. Yeah. Beatable Adam. That's hilarious. Do you see this thing at the end of this, you? I think between these two, potentially, uh, but I think, yeah, like I said, I think we're going to get... Um, I think we're going to get a big feud going forward in the sense that I think we'll probably hopefully see Kenny Omega come back in the next few weeks. We'll mm. probably hopefully see a bit more Jay White and then we might get to this uh, page, um, well, page Omega and the Young Bucks versus Cole White and um, uh, and uh, and Red Dragon. So I've lost who it was there. Um, so I think we're going to get that. Whether blood or guts, blood and guts comes too soon. I hope it doesn't. Yeah. I think that's I've perfect. Not I've not loved up to see how long they make us out for. But the tease on the pre-show wheels coming back and then Callus came out. So. Oh, Callus! I didn't see the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, Kenny Omega's music came on and then Callus came out and basically said Cole's going to win tonight. But he said, yeah placeholder for when Kenny comes back and wins the title. So. Yeah, so it's a tough one as well, because then with Callis, he's obviously, I don't think, he, I, don't, I think having him in a face faction just won't work. No. Um, <laughs> so either they just quietly yeah. get rid of Callis after time, or even better still, he joins Cole's group. But. Yeah, so, yeah, so I think, yeah, Omega will be the obvious choice if he's back for Page at Double or Nothing. Um, I think CM Punk, he'll probably be top of the rankings, but it'll make a lot more sense to do it at Give him the match at All Out, because that's going to be in yeah. Chicago. I'm assuming it's, it's always seems to be in Chicago, so I assume it's going to be there again. Um, Mox yeah. and Brian are probably often something in this new group. Eddie Kingston, maybe? Speak. I, I think I love, I've just got some heart set on a punk, a punk heel versus a face page. I think mm. alcoholic versus straight edge, I think just makes. Yeah. A bit of sense. Whether they might not want to go down that route because of Moxley having a real life issue, it might be a little mm-hmm. bit touchy and a bit a bit inconsiderate. I, I don't know. 
Yeah, um, they could go. I'm not saying to go full of blind alcoholic, but I just mean someone who obviously loves a beer versus a straight edge. It doesn't have to, say, it doesn't have to be like almost like the punk Jericho kind of feud uh, with forcing someone to drink or anything like that. Or I, I just yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, was it the <laughs> check the snake? Jerry Lawler feud from back in the day where he poured real whiskey down his throat when he was in recovering alcohol. He thought it was fake whiskey, but apparently it turned out it was real. <laughs> so, so, uh, as I said, they've been pushing this four pillars thing. So if Sammy loses the TNT titles award, though, especially if it's, he loses it by, so he doesn't lose cleared, there's like MJF in, interferes or something on Wardlow's behalf. Will set up a MJF Wardlow match for the title down the road. Then Sammy could be built up to be a credible challenger in a couple of months, I think. Sammy Guevara's definitely got potential, and he? he's, he's another wrestler who's very over as well. So there is uh, yeah, certainly potential for that. And with, with Tony Khan buying AEW, they could, to promote the new AEW show, they could have Champion versus Champion, just a, a Adam Page versus Jonathan Gresham, like just an promotional, maybe not even for the titles, just to promote the new. Show, I don't think maybe I've just got I don't know. But I'd like Sammy. I think I think I think I think he's he's, done, he's been brilliant since all else. I think Sammy's been great. So he's kind of got away from the inner circle. And I think he's he's great doing his own thing. So yeah, no, absolutely. Um, there's there's I mean, with how big the cards, we could be here all night. Don't know who who could be next. Uh, I, know, I have no clue. That's what. This people, people are talking about Chris Jericho, but I was thinking he's lost a lot recently, so it would be quite hard to. I, I, I think that I think we won't see Jericho ever. We might, but I doubt we'll see Jericho in a title picture uh, again. I think he's he, the thing is Jericho. So that would only make sense, like because it'll make sense for like an all out because it'll be like three years since he beat Adam Page for the title, the inaugural title. Was that all out? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, but then uh, I think same punk. But again, it'll it'll take some building up. I think as well, Jericho. The only way you can get away of it is if he actually does put his career on the line hmm. uh, and go right. Um, well, if I don't win good. the title, I'm, I'm off. So, yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I, th- I think Jericho would be a tough one. I mean, there's just there's just so many wrestlers you could really actually make a good fighting case for. Kingston is one that definitely springs to mind, but I, I would rather him as a over babyface versus a, a bad heel. Yeah, I wanted to be against somebody the crowd hates because this match the crowd was split. And if the guys would see a punk, the crowd's gonna be split. So uh, I, I wanted, yeah, I wanted to be the proper over babyface champion against somebody they hate. But I don't, I can't see. I don't want to, I want MJF to eventually beat him. But I don't want him to be in this match and lose. But I think he's gonna li- keep the title for till at least all out. So I, don't, I have no idea who's going to do the next. I don't know what's going to be the next. There's so many options. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really torn. Wax lyrical about how much we love the show, but overall thoughts on the show. So, so. Yeah, no, it, a fantastic, well, uh, well placed card. I think again, which is like we, we frequently saying, which is which is great. Um, no, I, I'm still. T- I think there's two. I, I I can't decide. I think this is. This is probably my favourite ever Revolution, AEW Revolution show. Mm. But um, I think in terms of AEW shows, I think All Out last year and the first ever Dublin, I think I think they just edge it for me. Yeah. But it's tough because they, again, it's then becoming almost this victim of their own success. I mean, of how good, but this was, don't get me wrong, this was, but I'll tell you what, it was my favourite paper of the year because we've known it was the first <laughs> AEW one. And we, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was great. Yeah, I think we enjoyed the pay-per-view. I think we said day one was all right. <laughs> no, 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 it's better than all the other WWE ones. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we thought SummerSlam was mere. We thought Survivor Series was mere. Royal Rumble was mere. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I loved it. I, I'd say, they could have got this down to three hours. They, I, I think that, I, I love the six-man tag match, but it could have been the main event for a really brilliant main event of a, a rampage. Oh, he does or, understand, but I just, I just don't think. I think Chris, Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston could have been a main event of a oh, rampage as well. Yeah. I, just, I just think enjoy, enjoy what it is. And if there's a real criticism about it, then, then yeah, fair enough. But I just think with this, just enjoy the much, just enjoy yeah. it. I watched the pre-show as well, so I watched three extra. Uh, so, yeah, so I watched five hours 
and Batman. So I think I was just all my brain was all washed washed out. <laughs> so like, yeah, uh, yeah, British show. I can't wait for the next one. I'm so excited to see where this is going. Oh come on, yeah. Especially with the buying me and Amanda, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So yeah, I can't wait to do our <laughs> end of year AEW a- yeah, card of the year. <laughs> Half of these matches won't be able to get on it because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have to pick one from each pay per view. So I'm just, I mean, it's going to be amazing. It is so difficult. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> This is Benji from the Land of Gentry, and if you've got any class, you'd be listening to Broken But Glorious. Right, so Tony Khan opened the latest edition of Dynamite last week, so the time you've listened to this, you'll be the new one, but last week's Dynamite, by saying he had some game-changing news ahead of Revolution, um, and he did was disappoint, he revealed he had had it purchased Ring of Honor, so what do you think would be Tony Khan's plan as the Owner of Ring of Honor, how do you see it working into the All Elite universe? Don't think. Well, I've heard they might be using it as a bit of like a develop, develop, hmm. elemental. Yes, yeah. um, uh, that's what I've heard. Though. So it might be kind of like an NXT to uh, sort of thing. I don't think it'll be that sort of developmental, but yeah, I think it's only good news. I mean, I think I think he'll have obviously I'd still keep it like Ring of Honor is now with this certainly the Code of Honor, etc. So I, I think, yeah, I think obviously we know how big AEW's roster is, so there's talent who aren't getting much of a go on AEW. They can obviously rest on Ring of Honor, so I'd certainly keep the Vendor, if you will. I'll, I'll keep it pretty much as Ring of Honor is. Just, they just need a better production, Ring of Honor, sometimes. And if they had them in front of the crowds they have now, or Elite has, it would be amazing. I'll, do, I'll debut a new Ring of Honor show just after Double or Nothing, and use a mixture of like the current, recent roster, like Jonathan Gresham, Bandido, the Briscoes, Don Castle, uh, Cyrus Young, like Rush, Dragon Lee, like the big big stars. Then have people like Dan Housen and Jay Leaf, who've just uh, uh, recently signed for AEW. Um, I bring in a legend like uh, Samoa Joe and have him as the like a Ring of Honor exclusive. So if you want to see Samoa Joe, you have to watch Ring of Honor. Something. And, yeah, and then you can have people from the roster go between shows because there's that many people that ha- have links to Ring of Honor you could just literally just throw them into feuds yeah I think they'll just the history's there and, and they have all the tape library now as well so they can just people who don't know the history of Ring of Honor they just get over here they go here's the history of Ring of Honor this is why they're here I think, I think they can do great things with it yeah. I, I even wouldn't mind if they replaced Dark because I think they get the Dark gets amazing numbers or Dark Elevation or whatever I've never watched Dark Elevation. I know it's hosted by Mark Henry, but I just haven't got time in my week to watch Dark Elevation. Oh, I don't have time to watch it. I mean, there's so much. There's not enough hours in the day for sure for that. Yeah, it's a tough. I'm just looking through the card now for the for that for that Ring of Honor show that starts well the before WrestleMania that well mm. WrestleMania week. And yeah, they've got the, some interesting matches. You've got the Briscoe brothers in defending the um, tag titles against uh, FTR. Oh, yeah. So already there's like your. Uh, yeah, they already there's your, your your sort of AEW link. Uh, Swerve's actually got a match as mm-hmm. well. Um, so yeah, there is there there is some interesting. Um, yeah, there's certainly some interesting stuff. There's also a link with Progress at the moment with Jonathan Gresham. He's probably about to be the Progress champion as well, which is yeah. So could we maybe see Progress on a Progress? <laughs> These times are just amazing and weird. Mm. So, but there is just, I think this is just what you want wrestling just to be fun. Yeah, I don't know, they don't have to do it every year, but they could, they could just to push the show have this year's All Out a bit like All In and have it as like an AEW versus Ring of Honor show just for this year, just to push the new stars of Ring of Honor and put them in front of a, a bigger fan base. Mm. I say they don't have to do it every year, but it kind of, it'll kind of allude back to All out, All In, like the birthplace of Ring of uh, AEW could be a lot of fun I'm really excited to see what happens because when I do watch Ring of Honor I like it just that it's again it's just finding time to watch so much I used to watch NLW every week but I barely watch it now it's only if I just don't have time (laughs) yeah I'm really excited I can't wait to see what happens yeah no exactly it is yeah I think yeah the exciting times and 
yeah, I think obviously it's always the, the exciting time period before WrestleMania, but I think, yeah, just in resting world as a whole, it's just, it really is exciting times. We said this at the start, mm-hmm. said this obviously we've had the Cody Rhodes now, and again, was, was Cody, will Cody show up on, a, on Ring of Honor? We don't know. There's just yeah, there, was, there was rumors a couple of weeks ago that he'll be like the man in charge of the Ring of Honor side of things, but that kind of, the rumors kind of died down quite quickly. And then now the rumors, and it was up, he's, he's it's cooled down on a uh, WWE, but now it's back on with WWE. So I have no idea what's happened with Cody Rhodes. It's all very, uh, very, well, kind of, ex- as I say, exciting. <laughs> Just need WWE to pull the finger out the bum and do something great. So there's WrestleMania's not excited me that much at the moment. Yeah. Some of the matches are really good, but I'm not really celebrities. Yeah. Exactly. You kind of feel like you have to watch it for the sake of it, rather than generally actually want to watch it. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it will always be fun, I guess. But uh, yeah, hope for, it's more the worry post WrestleMania for WWE for me, whereas where everything else is just so exciting at the moment. The only match I really care about WrestleMania is the Brock Roman because that's their, all their focus. <laughs> well, that's exactly how they're going to do it. Then any stars they seem to know what to do with, or how to build the stars, I should say. Brand new start needs building. The guy's been there since 2002. <laughs> so. But that's our show. So if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. Our website's bbgwrestling.com. Please like the World Wrestling. Sorry. Please like the Pro Wrestling World's Facebook page. It's dedicated to all things wrestling, WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, anything indie. Link will be in the description if you like to like the page. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Hopefully with some more WrestleMania news. Yes. I'm not sure if that's going to be because I'm sure it's United versus yeah. Madrid. Yeah, I think it is actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One week we're getting back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do want to say uh, apologies for my people looking forward to the Sally interview. I did it. It was a brilliant interview. Then the file corrupted. It said there was 19 minutes worth of audio on it. But it was only showing me eight minutes worth of audio. And I was like, oh no. And I, I asked all my podcast friends for help on what to do. And I got in touch with Zoom to see what to do. Yeah. Yeah. The file corrupted. And hopefully we get one again in the future because it was such a fun interview. So I mean, he's such a fun guy to talk to. It's just a typical Geordie who loves wrestling, dead chatty, a lot of fun. But yeah. But we have an interview with Jacob North this week. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So good night. Good night.